What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the podcast, we explore faith, spirituality, and the paranormal all through the lens of supernatural phenomena. So today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects as well as a warning about it, a warning about the skinwalker. Do we really want to know more about it? This is episode 252, guys, 252. I can't believe it. Um, and just picking up more steam as time goes on. So thank you guys for joining. You can scan the QR code at the bottom of the screen here. Jump on over to Spotify. Give me a follow on Spotify. Don't miss an episode. Great way to catch up on the audio version as if you're traveling or driving or maybe hanging out at work. Uh, hey, you never know. Your work buddies, uh, the ladies that you work with, they may enjoy this. Um, you guys, I, I've heard a lot of people listen to it um, as if they're working in warehouses, factories, stuff like that. It's a great way to have discussion rather than just listening to music. Think about something. Um, ladies, if you guys are working from home as well, we've got a lot of uh, moms that work at home, all kinds of different walks of life here. So please give it a follow over there. That really helps out. Boosts it up. You can also leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Let us know what you think about the podcast. And uh, you can also send stars at any point here on Facebook. You can do super chats on YouTube. Uh, gifts over on TikTok as well. So thank you guys so much for your support. Molly says, hey, tribe, what is up, Molly? Welcome, my friend. I hope you're having an awesome day. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the skinwalker today. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but seriously, guys, this, I actually have some stories to share um, just from watching the television show, uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Um, and when some really demonic things started appearing in my dreams or kind of the veil between dreams, uh, things that I had to pray against for a long time, um, I was feeling some sort of presence on me. Um, was it just my mind because I was thinking about these things or is there something very real about the fear attached to these, um, and about how they can manifest with anyone that even for a moment comes into agreement with that fear starts to experience them or um, something around that. Now, I didn't actually experience a skinwalker per se, but my dogs did act very weird um, during the time I was watching that show during the night. Was it because I was having weird dreams? I don't know. Um, but I had uh, what you would consider a gray alien or a demonic alien coming to me. I don't believe all gray aliens are demonic, but I do believe a lot of times when demons present themselves to us, demons being the energy, okay, not like the little horned devils, but more like the energy, the low vibration energy. When we get in a state of fear and we agree with trauma, we begin to literally manifest these entities. And these are the agreed upon universal multidimensional manifestations of fear. Things like gray aliens, things like the skinwalker. Um, these are not really, you know, things that come to people and go, you're going to win the lottery tomorrow kind of thing. You know, these are, um, things that really appear when you've had a lot of trauma, when you have things you're holding in, when you're actually worried about something or something freaked you out enough to worry, what if it happens to me? That's kind of how mine was manifesting something that happened on the show the uh the gray alien was trying to project that upon me and so it's almost like your higher self if you get that higher self in a fear-based ego state you're going to rather than project a tulpa 
or um, a totem like like Dimitri here, like our little mascot. He's he's a good one. Um, he helps me. He looks for resources. Um, he's always weathering the storm. He's always helping people out. He can see around corners spiritually. He is the manifestation of the good within me, the healed uh, trauma within me, the agreement that I am loved, I am enough, I am good. Uh, that's what Dimitri is. And um, if you haven't heard of Dimitri, you've got to check him out. He's our little mascot. We've got him on our new shirts. Today's the last day you can get that free shipping if you guys want to grab a shirt. Uh, had a bunch of people order them already. Thank you, guys. Your, yours are going to be on the way very soon. But if you do want that, use the code SHIPFREE, S-H-I-P-F-R-E-E. -E. You can scan the QR code or jump over to my website, www.cubcooker.com is the place where you are going to find it. So um, I'm going to jump in today and, and literally read um, you know, some of this, this legend um of the skinwalker and again my warning is as you listen to this do not get in a fear-based mentality um don't think about them like oh i'm afraid of them think about them as okay i see how very real it is when you agree with fear how you can um these things will literally come out of the ground um and we're going to talk about some of that stuff today whether you believe in this or not again this is kind of a warning just be very aware um you know, your trauma can lead to experiencing these type of things. So um, keep that at bay. Approach this episode in love and light. I am literally burning some sage back here. Um, I've got a candle lit and I have the water vapor going. So I'm not trying to be too woo-woo about that, but I also believe in protecting myself. And there are certain things I know that do help protect. Um, and so I want to invoke those today uh, because I don't want to experience weird dreams again, but I think it's really important we talk about these things. So, um, so we're going to talk about the base legend of the Skinwalker. Just kind of what is it? If you haven't heard it, um, uh, Chowd says they're going to eat you. Uh, yeah, I mean they've they've mutilated cattle and all kinds of stuff. So not only are they spiritual, but they can manifest in the physical and they can do real physical harm from all of the reports. Okay, I'm not making that up. Just go look at all the reports and tell me, you know, tell me there's not something there. That's, you know, go Google it. Go look at them. Look at the eyewitness accounts. You can watch the TV show if you want. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different shows about it. Uh, but to me, you know, it's very, very odd. So um, Marilyn says we can only dream about what we know, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's almost like somehow, someway, somewhere we've seen these things. Um, I have an hypothesis about gray aliens and about, you know, those manifesting and even these things. I literally believe that we, we don't even exist here. Um, I believe that we're outside of here and this is like, we're our consciousness is planted in these bodies. So I believe in non-local consciousness theory, which says that this is just a quantum computer accessing all the information that we need to play this game here where we're at now. And that ultimately around us in our true reality, there are all kinds of beings, including gray aliens that are uh, literally running the game. Um, if you get into the DMT realms, you see mechanical um, elves and dwarves and that type of thing. Um, when you get into the intergalactic type realms, you're going to see the gray aliens, what we would consider as watchers in the Book of Enoch. Um, they would be um, some of the angel accounts in the Holy Bible would be considered gray aliens. Even uh, if you think about Mother Mary with the artificial pregnancy 
that that didn't happen through natural means and it was a miraculous conception um you know had to had to have something to do with that in my humble opinion so not to take away anybody's faith around that but i do believe that it had to do with an angel of the lord came to her said don't be afraid normally when these things come to you they they tell people all the time don't be afraid you know you don't have anything to worry about we're, we're doing our job we know what we're doing all, they're like the worker bees they're not very pretty right um and they've even been um, reported to tell people, you know, why do you not like how we look? You're going to look like this one day. That's terrifying, right? Um, you look at them, and I did a whole episode this morning on that, and it's like, do I? Like, is that really what humanity is? Is that really what I am? Is, is is are they saying that I'm one of them, and I'm just projected into this game, or are we all being evolved and upgraded to that? Like, what's going on? Uh, what does all this mean? And where do all our genetic lines come from? Um, you know, there's some that they don't even understand where they came from. Um, they're kind of like not of this world. And I'm not an expert in any of that, but I look at like all the different things going on. What's up, Missy? How are you doing? Urban Floral, welcome. Um, Urban Floral says, I am present for this, but a little afraid. Thank you for taking this topic on. Yeah. And I want to I want to take some fear out of the topic, give you guys the tools and technologies to protect yourself and be aware of it. Um, but I don't think anybody's talking about this side of it, uh, because honestly, you know, the Native American culture is very, very respectful and almost um, standoffish about this. You know, if you actually ask a Native American about this, they don't really like want to talk about it, even these TV shows. Uh, that will interview the local uh, culture, they, you know, they kind of have a standoffish, yeah, we don't really talk about that kind of thing. So um, if you guys notice, my shirt keeps trying to fall off. I've been going to the chiropractor, get my back worked on, trying to get over an injury. And um, I'm, I can tell I'm leaning. <laughs> Maybe I'm starting to lean the right way. But like my shirt keeps falling off my shoulder today because uh, I'm going like this. So Anyway, we got to get in alignment here, get in alignment spiritually. Um, oh, awesome. Jacqueline uh, Chippewa and uh, Swimonish. I hope I'm saying that right. Definitely another realm out there. Uh. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're spirit and flesh 100%. I'll go ahead and bring that up, Jacqueline, because I'm horrible at pronouncing stuff. So, uh, But yes, Jacqueline, a Native American here, thank you for being here. And I really hope I do justice to this subject. If you have anything to add, please do. Uh, that's one of my disclaimers with all of the episodes I do. Always respect all cultures, religions, orientations, walks of life. Um, I'm just a messenger here with my own opinion about everything. So um, anyway, thank you. Uh, Jacqueline says, um, I've been dealing with this uh, my whole life. Uh, it's because we let go of this during the boarding school days. Yeah. Um, so with that, yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, and maybe... You know, Jacqueline, if you or anybody you know of the Native American culture that would have an open conversation about this with me, um, I would love to have someone on the show. Very, very honestly, I'm looking for a mentor that understands the ancient ways 
uh, that might be willing to talk to me about this openly. So I would love to know more about that because I'm very fascinated with it. We live right by New Mexico. Where I'm at in West Texas, we have um, a lot of Native American culture that I don't want to say it's been covered up, but I would say it's been forgotten. It's certainly not celebrated in this part of the country where I am in the way that I think it should be. Um, because again, indigenous peoples are right, you know, rightful, um, purveyors of the land, if you will. So, um, it's just really sad, you know, again, in the area I am, we don't talk about it a whole lot, but you got to kind of go up into New Mexico and Colorado to get more of that cultural understanding. We do have some museums here and stuff. One of them I worked at, it's actually where I fell in love with native American culture. Um, all the beadwork and all the artifacts and stuff that were found out here in the Paladuro Canyon, which I think has a lot of spiritual energy. And I'm hoping this summer to get in touch with a guy that can take me deeper into Paladuro Canyon to possibly show me some of the sacred sites. I know they've got to be back there. I haven't seen them, but I have a hunch that there's got to be some sacred sites back in that canyon. It's like 400 miles long and we only have access here to like 15 miles of it or something. So if, if that, so it would be really cool to get more access to that. Maybe, maybe that can happen one of these days. So, um, let's see. So, um, let's talk about this. Okay. Legendary figure of the skinwalkers found in various native American cultures, particularly among the Navajo people. The legend of the skinwalker is deeply rooted in Navajo folklore and is considered a taboo subject among the tribe. The term skinwalker uh, itself refers to a person who possesses the ability to transform into different animals. So it's kind of like what you would consider a shapeshifter, uh, changeling, that type of thing. Uh, I want to talk about folklore around this because this is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tito Bono says bro stay away from skinwalkers yep definitely do but i needed to do an episode on it um because uh we need to be aware of it and that's that's what i'm asking the question today do we even want to know the answer with this um because there is definitely some dark magic i believe involved that taps into the quantum realm and manifests using the tetragrammaton uh, which is the lattice of creation that we live in it's a neutral creative force that's actually rooted in love and light, though we can twist it with our ego. When we twist it with our ego and we use it to curse, it creates essentially intelligent curses or what would be considered a tulpa or a totem uh, that will continue through time and space. We literally birth beings. And there's some evidence even within the Bible. I believe even when Paul was talking about testing the spirits, um, he was actually dealing with creating and wielding spiritual entities. And so, and Truth Seeker talks a lot more about that. I'm going to have him back on the show very soon, especially now that I'm doing it over here on the multi-stream platform. We're on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So if you guys are watching from LinkedIn or Twitter, Twitter land, uh, say what's up. You know, I don't even know if it's worth streaming over there, but I figure if we only reach a couple of people over there, hey, that's a couple of people we didn't reach before, right? So. Um, Anyway, I appreciate the love over there anyway. So, um, so yeah, that's, um, I mean, it's a pretty taboo subject here. And, and, and honestly, even the warnings I've gotten today to even talk about it. Again, that's why I have protections going. Uh, burn some sage, set a prayer. Uh, I've got my candle going. You know, Father, protect us during this time because um, I don't want to be 
overly ominous about it. Okay. I'm not here for like the shock value. That's not really my channel. I mean, you may think it's my channel from the short videos, but guys in three minutes, what am I going to tell you? Nobody can tell you anything of value in three minutes. So um, I can't tell you a whole lot in three minutes. I did a bunch of videos today that were three minutes. Those are mainly to get people excited about what I'm talking about, get them interested, get them to the podcast. It's the whole point, right? So that we can have a longer, more in-depth conversation on something you're actually uh, engaged with, you're actually interested in. So um, according to the Navajo legend, a skinwalker is typically a malevolent witch or sorcerer who has gained supernatural powers through dark rituals in the ability to shapeshift. These individuals are believed to have the ability to assume the form of any animal they desire, often taking the shape of coyotes, wolves, owls, or crows. They are said to wear uh, the skins of animals they transform into, hence the name Skinwalker. So, and by the way, Dimitri is a raven, not a crow, so we're good. Um, but with that said, and 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 all joking aside, um, just because you see one of these animals doesn't mean it's a skinwalker. Most of the time, from the reports I've heard, skinwalkers are taking the form of kind of an undead, mutated version, even what I would consider a chimeric hybrid between an animal and a human. Um, I think, and here's a wild theory that just popped into my head. I promise you guys, I don't play in all of these episodes. This is merely, I spin on it. I just try to have downloads. I These are considered channeled episodes, okay? Um, I'm not asking some, you know, wilderness spirit to channel through me. I'm, I'm just trying to channel my higher intelligence and what, what I believe the spirit gives me. Um, always aligned in truth, love, light, and good, right? Um, so for this, I just had a little flash of a download, and I think this can be really important to our understanding, maybe even revolutionize our understanding of the universe as we know it. Humans here are given authority over the earth. If you look at the biblical canon, we understand that. Um, we were also made by what would be considered physical Elohim. We only exist because the true spirit of God exists in us. But we were made genetically altered by essentially alien technology and then planted on this earth in the Garden of Eden, terraformed this planet, and that's where we're at. When you are even in this matrix, you have access to this quantum field um, of creation or the lattice of creation, as uh, one of my friends on TikTok here calls it. Um, the Tetragrammaton. The Tetragrammaton is not an evil thing. It is, um, you know, some people out there are saying it's evil because it's attached to the God of the Old Testament or the, you know, physical gods, but it's actually a neutral creative force, okay? Um, and so when we tap into that, there are certain things. It's like us telling the computer code in the matrix we're in, here's what I want, here's what I need, here's how I want to get it. Um, and some people take a shortcut and they literally exchange, they make a sacrifice. They do horrible, horrible things to get what they want. Long life, money, power, whatever. Uh, there's plenty of cabals out there and stuff dedicated to the absolutely satanic practices of getting what you want to manipulate the physical matrix, to take the God code, manipulate it however you want. Um, through unholy means, and you end up with some really bad things happening because of that. And obviously, people get what they want, or you know, they wouldn't keep doing it because um, we see that that's how 
the ego god Yaldabaoth handled himself. Uh, we see it through like Enlil in the Anunnaki mythology, Yahweh in the Old Testament. Uh, kind of the ego of, you know, you're not going to serve anything but me. Here's how I'm going to use it. Uh, great question, Gray uh, Megalong. Uh, I'm going to answer that in just a second. So then you have like these ego projections of God, which are the Elohim, which might be the Watchers or uh, these extraterrestrial gods, highly evolved beings, which really are essentially us from the future. Um, and then you have the avatars or the Lucifer, as you hear about the bright and morning star, the fallen angel, the fallen sky being that said, I'm going to lower myself to the earth to rescue people, to remind them of who they are. That's the Christ archetype. archetype. So we have like Enki is one of them. You've got Jesus, you've got Krishna, Buddha, and many, 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 many others, by the way. You might be one as well. And uh, all you have to do is wake up and realize it, start helping people, get in the frequency of love, understand that you have full authority to, out of love, align with, and watch this, the Father, the Father's will, receive the Holy Mother Spirit within you, and manifest the kingdom of God within you. When you do that, you end up in a whole different place, okay? And how does that fit in? What do the grays have to do with this? What do the skinwalkers have to do with this? When you do dark magic, you're not only telling this lattice of creation what you want in the quantum, but in the quantum realms outside of time and space, outside of our physical domain here, there are alien entities, hyperdimensional entities, including the grays, that are worker bees and they have to take whenever there is a spell cast or a spiritual agreement or a collective agreement made on a new being they have to make it okay nessie loch ness monster we've got um skinwalkers you've got uh shapeshifters of all kinds you have yeti you have um the Bigfoot, you have Sasquatch, you have all of these different things, legends and lords. You get enough people agreeing on them, everybody's seeing them all the time. They become so real because they literally had to be made and planted into our reality, or they keep flickering in and out because they're making them outside of this reality in the quantum. And enough people agree on them, all of a sudden, oh, a new species was found. The blah, blah, blah was found. Look, and now we logged it, and it's been extinct for 80 million years. Okay. How does that work? Has it really been extinct or was it recreated because enough people were looking for it? That's one of the weirdest questions you can ask yourself. And by the way, when you start doing tests on yourself like that, do like little little spiritual mind experiments, you're going to find whew, there's some weird, weird data sets, weird proofs of that. Yeah, Chupacabra, uh, Paige says there is a lot. Uh, so Jesus fits into my whole theory about this because he is literally the pure truth of the father and the mother united, fully in agreement that he is the child and that we are the child of God uh, to understand that we have complete authority over what we manifest here. And he told us exactly how to do that in love and light. Love the Lord your God above all and love your neighbor as yourself and yourself, by the way, not just as yourself, as your ego loves yourself. No, lo like love yourself and love your neighbor and love the true spirit of God. And he said, my father is in spirit and in truth. So he gave us a lot of clues as to how to actually do this. It did not involve sacrifice. It did not, not involve paying for your salvation. It did not involve any of that. So 
that's kind of how that fits into that. So it's an avatar of the truth of that, the good literally manifesting in people when they choose to wake up. Um, and now the ego is sitting up there too, somewhere going, Hey, I'm going to plant myself down there too. And you get horrible historical figures that, you know, um, we won't even get into today that are just tyrants that uh, take over humanity that have that archetypical ego God complex in them. So, and in which case you might say that somehow the gods are using us to play chess in this physical domain when actually we're using them. Uh, and so that's kind of my current belief. Now that evolves, that ebbs, that flows. That's like my current understanding. How did I come to that? I read a lot. I pray a lot. I meditate a lot. And I talk a lot about it. And I just try to work out all the bigger picture data sets I have. I have no tradition or religion that I have to adhere to. Um, I used to, but I'm deconstructed so I can talk about it now. I'm not afraid to get bigger with my ideas about it and think more theoretically within the metaphysics and spirituality space. So um, let's see. Da -da. Yeah, absolutely. Earthling Jake. Earthling Jake says very specific conditions must exist for fossilization. Therefore, most life forms were never recorded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Uh, Dream Star Oracle says black magic is uh, some karma I don't F with. Uh, not the good kind of tulpa. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want that even coming back on you, right? Um, Jacqueline says using wisdom and confidence in self will be your protection. They thrive on fear. Um, Sage, I know, has some kind of spiritual effect on the other realm, uh, just as it has an effect on bugs here, physical reflects the spiritual music in earth tones, flute, high drum. My great grandmother was a very powerful holy person in our uh, Swin Swinomish tribe. I hope I'm saying that right. My grandfather was just as powerful. Sasquatch uh, was not to be feared, but respected. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. So, and again, uh, you know, all of these things may not even be like the demonic type magic, but they might just be the creative magic of like what, what can be like if you can think of it it has to exist somewhere no matter how weird or wild it is uh shirley says hey soul family what's up shirley how are you doing my friend welcome uh jacqueline says uh jesus shows the true way to love so right yes absolutely my friend so even though i don't identify this channel as a christian channel or anything like that because i am deconstructed i am a follower and a practitioner of the authentic message of jesus from the Gospels to the Gnostic Gospels to the ultimate philosophy of Jesus, Krishna, Buddha. That's what I actually try to practice. So uh, beyond that, like within the Bible, it's other people's opinions about what they thought he meant or how they thought they should live. And you get a lot of egos mixed in there, too. And I think we just have to be honest about that, which is why I don't inherently identify as like a Christian channel and a certainly not a religious channel whatsoever, but more of a spiritual metaphysical supernatural channel. That's what, I, well, that's why I call it the supernatural podcast, the cub cooker supernatural podcast. So, uh, Grace says, uh, John 14, six, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Pretty simple. Uh, why look farther? Okay. So here's the truth behind that too. So you have to understand like the, the Vedic text, to understand what Jesus was talking about. And I won't get super into Eastern, Eastern mysticism here. I just did an interview with Bob 
I'm going to have Bob on the show about six different times over the coming weeks. We're going to do more of an intensive on his book, Original Sin is a Lie. We're going to look deeper into the message of Jesus and try to understand, like, what does that mean when he says the Father is in me? I am the Father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. What does that all mean, by the way? And we got to break down things like the I am. Um, and then Jesus says, who do you say I am? Literally, just like the Tetragrammaton in the Old Testament, the voice said, I will be what they need me to be. And then you get Moses writing the law, delivering the law. And then ultimately, everyone's lost in the wilderness. And it's like, did Moses' ego actually transform the pure message and create this God that might be construed as malevolent at a lot of points with all the unalivings and sacrifices and stuff? So. Victor says the Essene gospel of peace. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's where I vibe at, uh, Victor. So thank you very much. Lord's Prayer, yeah. Uh, so I hope, I hope that makes sense. Uh, Greg, I mean, I very much respect your comment, but I do try to like, the reason we have to look further is because we don't even understand what language is and what Jesus really meant by that. And you have to like put yourself in the mind of a mystic to understand his mystic teachings which are anything but the verbatim direct off the page representation of what he said. Uh, they're actually more outside of that and more within. And he's talking about a kingdom of God within us. He's talks literally about opening the third eye, filling it with light in the body. Uh, talking about building your Merkaba light body. I know Truth Seeker talked about that the other day on his podcast. So, uh, And I know I throw these names out there. These are just some of my friends in the creator space. Go check them out. Um, not affiliated with any of them, but they're my friends. I love them. I want to promote them. Uh, we don't always agree on everything, but it's interesting how everybody's doing relevant work in this space. Dreamstar Oracle says, Gnosis is seek and you shall find religion equals obey or die. Yes, man. Dreamstar Oracle. There's a t-shirt for you right there. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, James says, do I think the serpent is still here? Um, if you're referring to Yolda Bayoth, then yeah, of course he's still here. And one of the concepts behind that is, you know, you got to walk up and kiss the serpent, uh, respect, right? And then you play the game. You play the game in love and light. You respect the serpent. It's kind of like coming to terms with your own ego. Uh, you try to kill your ego and you'll, you'll be unalive. You try to put your ego in its place, respect it, and leave it where it's supposed to be over in the corner, just like the Cheshire cat kind of laughing the whole time and go, mm -hmm, okay, yeah, you thought that was funny, but watch this. It's literally the partner you're playing the game with. It's so weird how it works. Did a whole Matrix Theory series that you guys will really appreciate. Um, it's called Reality Game. Go check that out. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, so anyway, typically malevolent sorcerers shape-shifting into different types of animals. That's one theory behind it and one of the lore and legends. But again, talking about folklore, folklore is so based in um, potential experience. Just like mythology doesn't just mean it's not true. It's like, hey, this is a big story based on what maybe really happened, like based on the actual history of it. Um, and so the same thing with folklore is these are uh, creative um, pictorials, if you will, of what happened. Um, and so a folklore is not just a lore and a legend. It's also cultural. It also ties in universal spiritual and supernatural truths and then projects the cultural adaptation of those spiritual truths within that culture. That's why you have folklore in the Nordic tradition, in the Native American tradition, in the Hindu tradition, um, in all kinds of different Greek, Egyptian, 
they're, they all have folklores and it's really, really interesting. So, um, yeah, somebody said hellish beans. Yeah, they're not, they're not fun. Right. Um, okay. So skinwalker is often associated with malevolent acts and is believed their powers are used for harmful purposes. They are said to possess the ability to inflict illness, bring bad luck, or even cause unalignment upon others. Um, and I just want to speak to that. That's why I give the warning on this, you know, don't get too into them. Right. Uh, the legend also suggests that skinwalkers have the ability to manipulate human thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, as well as create confusion and fear. I can attest to that because just from binge watching the show, nothing against the show at all, but I just had all these thoughts in my head and I started to experience weird things and I had to like cleanse those out. I've since watched the show and I didn't have that same experience. I had to like confront that fear within me and say, this is not real. I don't agree to this. I agree to health, happiness, love, abundance, all of these things that are not in that wavelength of what I was experiencing from those beings. So that's kind of, you know, how I, how I get a, uh, around that and, and get the protection within that. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, Paige. Great point. If you poke around with things like the darkness, it eventually pokes you back. Absolutely. If you're like, hey, are you there? Hey, are you there? Hey, yeah, eventually it's gonna, yeah, I'm here. Hello. Uh, there's some really good creepy YouTube videos on this of this man coming out of the woods. Uh, yeah, I, I know I've watched some of them and even if they're CGI, they're terrifying and I don't need to like create that and experience that either. So it's kind of wild. So uh, Mark, thank you, my brother. Mark's a solid topic. Yeah, this is a pretty good topic for today. Um, somebody said the power of Hollywood. Uh, it is, but also Hollywood. Think about that. The Holly wand, the magic, like if you create it here and create it on the screen, you create it in real life, right? Get enough people to agree. That's literally the magic of agreement. By the way, nobody will tell you this, but I discovered a long time ago, the power of agreement. If I can a get myself to agree with a concept and then get other people to agree with it, I can make it real and I can make it real really fast, by the way. So are you guys tracking with me? Um, you know, this is some deep, deep waters here. Um, anyway, so real quick while we're going, don't forget the T-shirt that literally supports this channel. You can drop stars as well as super chats, as well as gifts on TikTok. So um, wherever you have uh, tips or giftings available while this is going on, that directly helps me. And guys, creators like myself need it because we do not get supported um, hardly at all from these platforms. I mean, it, it, you would laugh at the paycheck that you see that I get from each of these platforms. Um, and in the economy right now, we need all the support we can get. I'm not begging for your money. That's why I show up and create really rad shirts with Dimitri on them. So you want to get your own little, in fact, I'll share my Tulpa with you. I'll share Dimitri. He's happy to be on everybody's shirts. He's crap, happy to create more energy around us, more protection, more love, more light, maybe more opportunity in your life. I can't promise that the shirt will do anything, but I can promise you if you get your mind wrapped around a positive projection of your love, your light, your abundance, your forgiveness within that your life actually changes. And Dimitri has been life-changing for me. That's why I'm happy to have him on this shirt and every shirt I produce after this, even some of the new graphic ones we're going to do with our quotes on there. He's still going to be on it. He's still going to grace the shirt. He is a mark 
of our abundance, our protection, and our spiritual sight here. And so thank you, Martin, for the fire. I appreciate you guys. So we make 39 bucks right now. Code ship free helps directly support this broadcast. Uh, the free shipping is going away this weekend, and I am opening up the patron tribe again tomorrow. So if you want a shirt, get it now before I start pushing the tribe again. So um, here we go. Navajo tradition holds that skinwalkers are created when an individual indulges, indulges in the practice of witchcrafts, particularly by performing a grave taboo, such as um, unaliving a close family member or committing Another word that I can't say on the air, but I'll leave it on the screen there. Uh, once someone becomes a skinwalker, uh, they, and it cut off, um, they are believed to be driven by a hunger for power and revenge. So now I just want to talk, like, let's, I'm going to take that off the screen because I don't even like looking at some of those words because uh, it's just disgusting, right? Um, but like, think about what happens. Think about all of these crazy conspiracy theories out there that the elites do stuff like this and there's all this stuff behind closed doors and all these horrible things happening to people. And you have all these different rings of power that are going on. Um, and I'm not going to get into those here because that's not what my channel is about, but I just want to give you a quick moment to connect the dots and understand the spiritual entity that's created allegedly by these legends and created into this spiritual entity that literally terrorizes people Think about what's happening on a mass scale right now. Just think about that. Uh, David said the Greys released the Skinwalkers from the fifth dimension. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Sasha says, can we talk to Skinwalkers? Can Skinwalkers turn uh, back or be forgiven? That's a great point. And I actually want to talk about how you actually do spiritual warfare. If you are ever to encounter an entity like this, and luckily, thank God, I have not. But if I were to encounter one, I'm going to tell you what I would do. I'm going to give you the magic of what I would personally do. And uh, Jacqueline, I'd love to get your, um, your opinion on this. Anybody that has mystical experience with this, let me know. But here's what I would do. I would focus on channeling the Christ within me, channeling the pure love and light. And I would focus on honestly looking at that being not in fear and loathing, but in love. And that, and, and I know that sounds goofy and weird, the Care Bear type, you know, project love at it. But I literally, that's literally how I feel like I should do it. There were some flies on my porch earlier, and they're these big demonic looking flies. And, you know, it's like, are these even real? Are they flying around little robots, little spy drones or whatever? You always hear those crazy theories, right? Uh, you know, are they are they little demonic things? I heard somebody talking about the flies are demonic or whatever. Guys, we're in West Texas and we got flies. If you think they're demonic here, you're going to get messed up real quick because there's a lot of flies here, especially in the heat of the summer. And so we got these big old horse flies now. You go to the canyon and you know they're demonic because they bite you the whole time and they do not feel good. Um, but I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, you know, should I like cast a spell to get rid of the demon? Like, what do I do? And then I was like, no. And I literally started saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And the plant it was on just kind of moved. And then the flies flew away. And then I even saw one come back. And then it just hung out and chilled instead of trying to bug me. Like, what a weird thing. And, and you can say, oh, that's just coincidence or whatever. That's fine. Even if it's coincidence, I still spoke love. 
I still spoke life. That plant received the carbon dioxide coming out of me. It received the food it needed. The vibration in the air was literally improved with the word love and the intention of love that I had. So that's what I would do. And that's why, like you've always heard, I remember growing up in the 90s, we always heard, if you ever encounter a demon, you are to say, stop in the name of Jesus. You do not have authority here. And that was what I was taught. The fire and brimstone, use the name of Jesus, there's power in it. Why is there power in it? Because if you speak a different language, well, then the word Jesus is different. Well, what if you're Hebrew and you say Yeshua? What if you say Isa um, in the uh, in, in other traditions? Like, well, so how is there power in that one word? It's in the intention. It's in the love. And if you've actually experienced Christ, if you've actually experienced love and forgiveness and restoration and openness and authenticity and spirit and truth, you can speak love because you know it's not a word. It's an intention. And so if you were to speak that over an entity, yeah. Maybe you could heal it. Maybe you could help it. Maybe you could send it back where it came from. Maybe that energy would be recycled by you, transmuted by you back into the spiritual matrix to be recreated in love and light. And maybe that spot, if you could get enough people to agree in love and light, that those things don't have authority there, that they're forgiven and they're sent away. Maybe you could create something new. Maybe you'd start to see springs in the desert well up. Maybe you'd see an oasis there. Maybe you'd see a community come up there. Maybe you'd see healing and restoration on the land. That's why I believe in these big powwows that the Native Americans do. That's why I believe in the concept of revival, not the mode of it that the modern westernized church does now, but the actual old concept of coming together and saying we have to love each other again. And I think that that type of revival can happen with all of us, but we don't even understand what that means because you have such a demonized version of that from TV and movies and all of that stuff that we don't even know what that would look like. But you got to look back to the indigenous peoples and how their revivals look coming together, no matter what tribe and culture, everybody in one beautiful rainbow. We are our one people. You see some of this in these music festivals, depending on who's running them. Sometimes they're done really well in love and light and you end up with such a high vibration that miracles are taking place. Um, oh, I love that. They could become love walkers or love talkers. Morbo, fantastic. That is, I love it. I love it. That's great. That's great. So yeah, let's take the skin walkers and turn them into love walkers. That's great. I love that. Um, yes, yes, I love that. Uh, painting says, uh, revive, yes, not re-fear. Say it, Cub. Absolutely. Healing and restoration for the good. Yes, yes, my friend. Absolutely. I'm going to put that up. We're going to claim that right now. I love that. Um, agreed. Nothing is all good or bad. Uh, Paige says there is a lot of research that people are considered terminally ill, but they have a lot of faith and willpower and they come out okay. Absolutely. I was just talking about this today. I totally believe in those miracles, right? If, you, if you've read the book, uh, ACIM, A Course in Miracles, you see that like miracles should not be like the once in a while thing. It should be your reality. It should be literally what you live in, the frequency that you live in. Serendipities, miracles, opportunity, abundance, doors opening, miraculous healings, relationship repairs, forgiveness, timelines repaired, stepping into your full highest good, all of these things should just be the reality because those are the fruits of authentic love and determination to help 
heal the world, to love your neighbor, love yourself, and love God. By the way, that God does not go by a culture, a name, or, oh, this is my interpretation of it. You can say this is my experience of it, but that's all it is because your neighbor experiences it different, and that is okay because I promise you tomorrow you will experience it different if you're open. Asa says, howdy, y'all. How are you? Jacqueline says, love walkers. I'm glad you like that, Jacqueline. Thank you, Morbo. Great, great point. Martin says, um, and you shall be above uh, only and not beneath. Yes, absolutely, Martin. Martin's, Martin, you're on a journey, man. You're on a journey, brother. Um, love your comments in the group today. I won't call it out here because that's in our private group. Um, but we have some good conversations and I watch a lot of cool interactions happen over in our patron tribe. And so, Martin, thank you for sharing your, your experience today. We'll talk more about that, probably talk more on Saturday. We have really good conversations on Saturday within the patron tribe, by the way. We get to actually get on like a Zoom style call and have, excuse me, a virtual meetup. I just ate a bunch of bacon. I know that's ridiculous, right? My wife made bacon and I normally try to have like a good salad for dinner. And so before I went live, I'm like, I'm eating like two, three pieces of bacon. Guilty, right? I, you know, shouldn't have done that, but but God, I love bacon. And, and for somebody trying to eat more vegetarian, boy, that's my weak spot. So I know y'all know what I'm talking about. So, uh, knowing and loving Jacqueline says, absolutely. Um, Latet says, you know, you are onto something. Uh, I used to visit uh, my native side of the family in the summers when I was a kid. My great aunt was a medicine woman. She insisted, uh, uh where'd your comment go? Uh, was a medicine woman. She insisted that love was the strongest medicine uh, and that you could have, that it caused things that intended, okay. Was, love was the strongest medicine you could have and that it caused things that intended evil and pain. Um, and, and I researched, um, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Maybe I read that wrong, but uh, love was the strongest medicine you could have uh, that it caused things that intended evil and pain to go away. I'm sure is what you meant there. So yeah, sorry, your comment cut off and then it moved because pe other people commented, which I appreciate the comments, but I'm learning the software here. So anyway, thank you for your comment. That is fantastic to hear that. So, uh, oh, here's the rest of it. Okay. Um, I researched and studied where scientists spoke words of love and hate into pieces of water. Yes, that was Dr. Emoto. Uh, you see the beautiful fractals and stuff in the water or like the disjointed things. So, um, oh yeah, don't, don't tell anybody, uh, that I had bacon. <laughs> yeah. Who is, uh, Bobo, uh, Jacqueline, is that, am I saying that right? Who is Bobo? I may have missed your other, uh your other comments. So, oh, you have a pet pig. There it is. Okay. Jacqueline says, I have a pet pig. Okay. I'll bring it up here. Uh, yeah, and please, Jacqueline, don't tell him that I had bacon. Uh, not your your cute, sweet little pet pig for for the love of for the love of pig, right? So thank you for sharing that. By the way, um, anyway, yeah, that I don't know how we got on that. Well, because I love bacon, right? So uh, Martin says all you need is love. Um, Dreamstar Oracle says there is darkness out there, and you will encounter it, but you don't need to align yourself with it. That is very very true. So. Okay, uh, as we wrap this up, um, so I kind of talked about these things, seeking hunger and revenge. You know, they basically end up in our reality. 
Um, and guys, the reports of these things are wild, coming in and out of the ground and materializing out of thin air, chasing cars and running uh, at like 80 something mile an hour, like faster than any animal we know on the planet, uh, clearly moving through time and space. Um, orbs being present with them, as well as UFO sightings, uh, portals, all kinds of different things happening when these are around. So these are more than just, these are what I would consider extra dimensional beings. These are not just like weird animals that we haven't discovered. They are actual paranormal experiences, which you guys know, I love researching that, studying that here, doing what I can to shed a little bit of light maybe on so due to the nature of the legend and the fear associated with it, Navajo people are generally reluctant to discuss the topic openly. It is considered dangerous to speak the name of a skinwalker aloud, uh, and it is believed to draw their attention and invite negative experiences. Now, obviously, I'm not speaking in a native language here. So uh, the American uh, westernized English word for skinwalker, I don't really believe holds power, but I think you can think you know, enough fear into it and, and get in that vibration of whatever that original word would be. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to speak for the Navajo culture here whatsoever. This is just what I found researching online. So um, uh, let's see. It is believed that speaking their name uh, draws their attention and invite negative experiences. The legend of the Skinwalker continues to be a significant part of Navajo culture representing a powerful and cautionary tale about the consequences of engaging in dark magic and the misuse of power. So that's kind of my main point today is thinking about these and realizing that you have spiritual power and authority to draw on spiritual realms and create it into the three-dimensional realm. When you come into agreement with the highest good, the highest love and light, you get outside of ignorance and fear you don't have to deconstruct like me to do that, by the way. You can go to church. You can be a part of whatever tradition, religion, culture, faith, uh, orientation. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, as long as you can get out of ignorance, get into the good, get out of fear, get into love, then you begin to become a conscious co-creator with the spirit of God, which is nameless, faceless, and can manifest in any input that you give it, just like a computer. I want this. You put it in through your thoughts, your emotions, your actions. By the way, the yogas that I've talked about, I did a whole dive the last year on Eastern mysticism. We talked about yoga, meditation, all of those things, mindfulness, everything from Zen to yoga to meditation um, and all of those things aligning to basically say that your thoughts are the substrate. They're like the base code for who you are. Now, if you're having negative thoughts all the time, it's because something in you is producing those negative thoughts. A lot of people say, there's something in me or there's a demon giving me all these negative thoughts. It's just you. It's just you. It's just you. You got to figure out where that is. It's called shadow work. What is that negative, weird feeling that you have stuck in you? I feel like something bad. I feel like I'm good. What if I could? I don't know. I'm just worried about, I don't know where this came from. What happened to me in the past? I don't know. That's just you. And so if you're having those negative thoughts in the first place, you've got to rewrite your code because those thoughts are going to make you feel certain ways. Those feelings are going to program your whole body, your whole physical experience. That whole physical experience is your instrument, your tool to draw on spiritual energies, bring them into this realm, create them into this realm and literally create the universe. 
The universe is first created through you, through your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. And by the way, good luck getting your actions in line if you got crappy thoughts running through your head and crappy emotions running through your heart. And that is not to any disrespect to anyone who deals with anxiety, depression, stuff like that. That is, you know, that's progressed on down the line. It can be generational curses, trauma, all kinds of different things. But it's still something we have to heal. We have to work through it together, guys. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, uh, Honeybee, uh, for sharing. Uh, you guys are chatting amongst yourselves on TikTok. Thank you very much. So Martin says, all you need is love. Dun, dun, dun. Mark says... Uh, I'm going to bring that up, Mark. Mark says, it seems that they act within some governing rules. Absolutely. Because they shouldn't care, uh, what we see or do because we can't control them. What do I think about that? Again, I think they're being created probably by the grays or the gnomes or something like that outside of our physical realm in more of the quantum realm and more of the true like reality or the base reality, which is, is more of a place. It's not as pretty as this place. It's like a factory place similar to like what you see in the matrix movie lots of robotic things going on lots of entities that are highly evolved they're not emotionally they don't care they're, they're neutral on all of that that's why when these grays they take someone up and they do these things on and they're like oh don't be afraid you're gonna be fine we're just doing our job i can almost see them there with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth you know don't worry about it we're doing our job you know and then they do the and then do an implant on someone or do the physical exam or whatever they take dna or whatever they're doing to track people and it's almost like they come down and they're like oh, we were told to do this the matrix code updated today and told us to do this so we're going to go find this person that has this code in them and we're going to test and we'll keep tracking the progress of the evolution of humanity here and oh yeah and then we got uh, these other our cousins they've got to go out and manifest a bunch of skinwalkers because there's a lot of really negative stuff done uh, you know, 300 years ago in this certain area. And so we got to keep manifesting them until the land is healed. Do you hear what I just said? Till the land is healed. What are we supposed to be? We're supposed to be quantum magicians, healing the land, healing ourselves, healing others, healing this very reality to return it back to divine vibration at the worst it's a massive chess game we get to participate in. At the best, it's actually our job as the actual child, the, the singular one entity, the Christ being, sitting at the right hand of the spiritual father and mother. That's a whole nother level, guys. I hope you guys um, hope you get it. Somebody said their kid was messaging with emojis. No worries. No worries. Uh, you know, your kid was more intelligible than some of the comments we get on TikTok. So it's all good. Uh, and I try to be a family friendly show. So I try not to get too deep into the scary stuff. Uh, I try to have really balanced language. I try not to be too woo woo out there. But again, th this is, this is for entertainment value, but also to enter and detain your mind to have different thoughts about our reality so you can have different emotions so you can take better action in your life to love yourself forgive yourself love others forgive others bless those that curse you create into this reality heal the land heal, heal yourself heal others you have not because you ask not all of that by the way is the same just come into agreement Somehow, I don't have to know all the details, but I get to participate as an active, 
conscious co-creator in this reality. And it actually works pretty quick. And sometimes we sit back and go, why is nothing happening? Because you're just, you just want to go back to the place of I'm helpless, right? I know I do. I'm helpless. I don't know. God, when are you going to act? When are you going to do something? God's going, when are you going to believe? When are you going to believe? So that's my message for today. Um, I hope you guys are, are, are getting this. Uh, Jacqueline says, heal the land. We can heal the land. Absolutely. And I'm not talking about any type of, you know, construct here, guys. I'm not like the, uh, I'm not like a right wing, you know, whatever person here. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the hippie mentality. I'm talking about the indigenous. I'm talking about the naturist, the, the mentality of, loving this beautiful earth that we were given. It is a gift to us and it gives us all the spiritual energies we need. All the things we need are not the sparrows taken care of, are not the lilies of the field even clothed more than King Solomon in all his glory. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Uh, Asa says, now that's a guy that actually gets it. Thank you, my friend. God bless you all. Love you. Thank you, Teresa. Uh, Asa says, hippies rock. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm not wearing the tie-dye lately, but I will. I'll get back to it this summer. Um, anyway, um, I love you guys. Great questions on TikTok. By the way, thank you guys on Instagram. Thank you for the gifts on TikTok. Thank you for the super chats and the stars and all the love and awesomeness. Don't forget, um, support my content, please. Viewers like you are how I'm able to continue doing thought-provoking content around faith, spirituality, and the paranormal all right here on the cup cooker supernatural podcast you can support me by listening to my podcast download it on apple or spotify by scanning this qr code or you can search cub cooker supernatural podcast on your favorite podcast platform you can also grab my limited edition merch right now where you can get my little spirit animal little dimitri i love me some dimitri he's been so real to me for the past few months been interacting with him, even seeing him in my dreams, literally seeing ravens in my hometown, which we don't have them natively here historically. So it's really cool to be seeing them. And my wife has seen them too, so I'm not crazy. Um, well, I'm probably still crazy, but I do have some corroboration of that. So um, anyway, I love you guys. Um, I hope you have a beautiful day. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, just for your love and light for each other because we are all one, literally. I don't care where you went to school, who you're married to, where you do or don't go to church, what your ethnicity is, what your background is. I don't care. Just be here in love and light. Love each other. Thank you for the support. God bless you all and peace.